Welcome once more to the So Weird Podcast. I'm Zach. I'm Kathy. I'm Emily. And I'm Kat. Tonight, we are talking about the penultimate episode of season two of So Weird, <laughs> Shelter. What is this week's mystery of the week? This week's mystery Mad of the week. scientists. <laughs> and puppies. Mad scientists and puppies. <laughs> Yes, uh, I guess it's obtensely mad science, though um, it's kind of a somewhat whimsical take on that topic. This is definitely so weird in a lighter, sillier mood. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Um, because, But you know it's mad scientist because in Fiona's opening, she talks about the history of mad science, and we get some stock footage from Fritz Lang's Metropolis there. And, um, and that leads us into our story, which, you know, the... Phillips family is back in Hope Springs and they're taking the family cat to the vet because they've had a flea outbreak in the home. Which and is pretty weird. It's because since when do they have a cat? Yeah, this yeah. is the first time it's ever mentioned. <laughs> I definitely just had a cat just for that episode. Does the cat show up? Does Pea Brain show up in season three? No. Uh, well, it, it, it must have died. <laughs> <laughs> they never brought it on tour with them. There was no mention of it when they were in the House in the Mountains of Medium. It's got an insulting name, too. You call your cat P-Brain because he's not very smart? It's terrible. I mean, it's okay Pee-bee. because Grumpy Cat's <laughs> real name is Tard, and they say it's short for Tartar Sauce, but nobody believes that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> People are mean to their pets. They don't deserve them. Yeah, so anyway, so they take PB to the vet, and it turns out she is a crazy mad scientist who's turning people into dogs and dogs into people. And, of course, Fiona gets turned into an adorable little uh, long-haired dog of some sort. Does anybody know their breeds? Can they identify that specific type of dog? No. No. No, but I can identify the type of clips that Fiona was wearing in this episode, and they are butterfly clips. (laughs) Very late 90s, early OOs. Yeah, that's how you know it was made in 2000. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and also there's a a boy of the week. Does anybody, you know, Kat, you're up and up on the uh, so weird romantic connections. Does anybody ship Fiona and this Tim guy? No. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, I don't think there's not one Mm Tim. They just didn't hit it off too strong and he was clearly not interested in with her there was no chemistry whatsoever i do not ship it they're my no tp no tp no toilet paper <laughs> do you no ship TP. them as dogs they had more <laughs> chemistry as dogs yeah that's true <laughs> yeah that actor is a sam mcmillan who has not done very much else he's done some bit parts in tv since this this was his second credit we're talking the 2000s Twilight Zone, iZombie, Night Vision, stuff of that level. Anywho, what's our general thoughts on this episode? Huh. <laughs> Silence. I don't think it's as bad as everyone says, but I definitely see this one as a standalone. Um, I liked it when I was younger. I, I have like memory of watching this episode like at midnight for some reason ingrained in my head so i like it just standalone um i don't want to think too hard about the plot and the especially the end with the lady but yeah it's just okay 
Um, I would. Uh, I, I didn't realize this episode was disliked. I wouldn't say it's a favorite. I wouldn't say it's the proudest half hour or so weird. Um, it's very, very goofy. But I also think it's okay. Uh. Yeah. Okay. I think for me, this is another one of those episodes that feels like it was designed to be mostly humorous. Kind of like uh, how I feel about Simplicity, Boo, Troll. Troll. Yeah, and the tr- the humor in Troll works for me. Uh, the humor in this episode does not. I find it it makes me cringe a little. It's just a personal preference, I guess. Yeah, and I feel like this was probably another episode designed to give Kara some time off because she's in it and her voice is in most of it. But for, I would say, about half of the episode, Fiona, the part of Fiona is played by an adorable little puppy dog. Mm-hmm. And that's why I always love this episode. Because I was like seven, eight years old when it came out. And one of my favorite movies at the time was Homeward Bound. And this episode always reminded me so much of that movie. Mm-hmm. So it was always one of my favorites growing up. Well, that's because you were like Shadow the Dog and you were wise. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny because that's the reason why I really don't like this episode. It's because it's like Homeward Bound <laughs> and Milo and Otis. That just doesn't appeal to me. But again, it's more of a personal preference. Of what you what you don't like dogs, Emily? I don't like talking dogs in oh, okay. live action films. <laughs> I don't know why. Don't ask. It just doesn't appeal to me. I don't mind them in cartoons, but live action for some reason it rubs me the wrong way. Okay, because because not liking dogs is a offense that'll get you kicked off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. It's it's a pretty silly episode. You know what's kind of weird about this one is how talkative Fiona is to this random dude she meets in the waiting room at the vets. Yeah. She's just chattering his ear off, and I don't know, is that... I guess it's not out of character, but it seems a little unusual. Mm. I guess... I don't know. I guess she likes him, so she's nervous around him, but then she seemed to like uh, the guy in Vampire. What was his name? Yeah... She acted really cool around him. I mean, it. every case is different, so, uh, you know. I guess I had moments when I was younger and I was nervous around boys and I, I would get all chatty. And then other times when, you know, be a little shy, it's everyone's different. Yeah, you know, that actually makes more sense if she's just being a little nervous because she thinks he's a cute boy or what have you. Um, so once they get turned into dogs, <laughs> what do we think of that uh, That segment of the episode it reminds me of how the old uh, these old uh, kid shows used to be because i'm thinking back of that show i think it's called S- the strange world of alex mack i think secret world mm-hmm. secret world yeah. where she would turn into goo <laughs> and just <laughs> like you know weird stuff like that i think happened more back then yeah i also remember the show 100 deeds for eddie mcdowell <gasps> Oh my god, I love that show. I haven't thought about that show in so long. I th- I remember that that was also about a boy being turned into a dog. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did they? Uh, did he ever get turned back? No, it got canceled before he did. Okay, I was gonna say I didn't th- seem to recall the episode running for the series running for a hundred episodes. So, <laughs> um, Alex Mack was really popular though. That was um, that's definitely a show I remember. I remember her turning into little puddles of like liquid mercury. So yeah. she could go under doors and stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, no, the stuff with uh, when they're running around as dogs and there's a lot of voiceover. You know, what's interesting about that, and I think what 
maybe makes the episode work a little better in my opinion is there is a time limit you know they they have 24 hours to get back in their human bodies or else their dog minds will be taken over and i do like the little tidbits we get when their minds are being taken over by these dog instincts and suddenly they're thinking things like food play nap which just seems pretty Fight accurate to me man. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I sort of like that. I mean, like I said, it's very, very goofy. And the scene where Fiona and Tim as a German shepherd go into the Phillips family house and everybody's reaction is like, oh, wow. Hey, where did these weird dogs come from? They're, oh, look, they're... the doggy's trying to type. Fiona would hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you guys, but if a pair of random stray dogs wandered into my house and one of them jumped up on the counter and started typing on my laptop, I would be well, much more baffled than Jack and Molly are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always distracted by the barrette in uh, the dog's hair. I like that she says she doesn't like when people do that to their dogs. <laughs> yeah, she would not be a fan of people putting their dogs on adorable little outfits and posting those pictures to social media. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> what do we think of this week's villain? Hmm. Very juvenile. Yeah, Dr. Daly is our mad scientist. She's played by... Ellie Harver, who is another So Weird alumnus who would go on to appear on the late 90s Adams Family revival. She played Morticia Adams on that. And she's been in a couple of bunch of TV shows, movies. Um, she was in Cabin in the Woods and things of that nature, some bit parts here and there. Uh, yeah, no, it's a very broad kind of silly performance. It's not very effective scare-wise. And that's why I was never really a fan of her as a villain. I love the part of Fee being turned into a dog and all the dialogue. I thought that was great. It was just as a villain, it was just meh, not very interesting. Well, I don't think scares are what they were going for. Um, because, yeah, like, and I like it better when they do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my, my issue with that is her modus operandi, I think, needs some work. Like, okay, so she's turning people into dogs and dogs into people, which is a really silly thing that's happening <laughs> but to what purpose she, she just said that dogs when turned to people like they're more obedient i guess to train and mm. yeah. it just seems like i i'm envisioning you know the the south park gag like step one invent drug that can turn people into dogs step two turn people into dogs step three question mark step four profit no. <laughs> so yeah no it's very silly and um, how she's dispatched at the end of the episode is uh, almost clever. Like if they had maybe spent a little more time, you know, she, Fee in her little doggy mouth grabs a syringe, pokes the doctor lady, and she turns into a dog herself. And her meat reaction is like, oh, well, wait, I've always wanted to be a dog. And she runs off and she's happy. Um, but knowing that we know what happens when people are turned into dogs, you know, that basically means Fiona just damned that woman to have her mind trapped inside of a ca simple canine body for the rest of her life. Um, and that's another thing, you know, dogs don't live as long as people do. So basically, you know, in 15 years, when that woman dog, when that dog woman dies, it's on Fiona's hand. So I guess what I'm saying <laughs> is that just uh, took a really <laughs> dark turn that I don't think anybody ever considered before. I I guess what I'm saying is Fiona is culpable for probably like manslaughter in this episode. That's what I'm making. Okay. <laughs> I get it. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm here for to go jump to really weird, dark conclusions with this show. Wow. I mean, I guess so. <laughs> or that 
went from being a miserable lady to a happy dog and lived out the rest of her days in peace, playing fetch and biting mailmen the end. <laughs> Those dogs are pretty good actors in this episode. I gotta say that. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can tell what they're thinking and such. Like, they're well-trained. So whoever trained the dogs for this episode did a good job. Yeah. Yeah, but I like Tim better as a dog <laughs> than when he was yeah. a, a human. Because a human, he's just like, I don't know, mean. And as a dog, Cold. he was much more like, like even, I don't know, the acting also, the voice acting. Just enjoyed him better as a dog. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I think voice acting brings out a different side to people's acting. Like Kara seems to be acting a little different in this episode too when she's doing the voice work. I feel like a little more goofy, which just comes with the territory, but she didn't sound like Fee to me It's sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, speaking of him being kind of mean is, you know, after Fiona saves him at the end of the episode, turns him back into a person, he says something like, last thing I remember is this really annoying girl was talking to me in the the lobby at the vet's office or something like that. And uh, so, yeah, I guess he is kind of a kind of a jerk. There was no no shots. No shot at future romance there. I broke <laughs> Fiona's poor little heart. Well, also, Fiona was kind of a creep because she was just standing there talking to the naked guy. Yeah, yeah. Should we talk about the uh, nudity? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why did they go that route? Well, you know, I kind of have to uh, commend them. It's a little more realistic than, I mean, I know, I don't know if you guys remember the Animorphs TV show from around I the same time. I was just thinking that. Yeah, because in the books, they can't, they can only change in their animal forms by wearing, like, tight form-fitting outfits basically naked um but in the tv show they they allowed them to morph in their regular clothes which believe me uh 10 year old me had some strong thoughts about uh <laughs> 10 year old me had some strong <laughs> thoughts about that animorphs tv show in general i was i was very disappointed in it anyway um so at least they you know that's a little more realistic they uh they're naked when they turn from a naked dog to a human um but uh it is a little awkward at the end there that fiona is talking to this guy who is completely uh nude <laughs> yeah and then she just forgets like for a minute because she's so busy talking <laughs> like, you don't yeah, forget there's a naked guy in front of you you don't especially when you're an 11 12 year old girl or 13 however old peon is at is at this point so like, yeah and then she does it again she transforms other people back into humans and she's still staring them down it's really uncomfortable yeah <laughs> They play it for laughs, but it's just so weird. Weird. Oh, so yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, well, well, weird in a different way. Um, I do like that little <laughs> line of dialogue when Fiona's a dog where she says that she has her family trained to be around weird stuff. I like that. <laughs> that was cute. Yeah, and I, I remember on uh, when I was rewatching the show on TV Troop, somebody said that they thought it was a little risque that, you know, when Kara turns in, back into a person, you know, you can see her, her nude shoulders. <laughs> And, and I guess for, perfectly mm-hmm. placed dog bowl. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I, I guess uh, as far as like Disney Channel goes circa 2000, that I don't know if it was that risque, but, uh, you know. These kids shows, they, like, I noticed they usually have something like that when there's like changing room scenes. I don't know, to make it more realistic, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's weird. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, I, I guess we don't have too much to say about this one. It's a pretty lighthearted episode. Uh, it doesn't connect with the myth arc in any way. Other than that, you know, the Phillips are now back in Hope Springs. That's like the one connecting fiber with the rest of the series with this one. Oh, and also yeah. one thing we haven't talked about yet 
is there's this really sweet moment when Jack and Fee are on their way back to the vets where Molly pops out and she's like, wait, you forgot my hug. And then they do a cute little group hug. That's such an adorable moment. And I love those Philip family feels. <laughs> Philip family feels. <laughs> PFFs. <clears throat> we learn in this episode that uh, they've been on the road for six months. So that means that six months have passed since the first episode of this season or the first few episodes. Yeah, that's what Fee wow. says in the, the doctor's office. That they've been on the road for six months. Oh, see, that's the kind of details I expect you to pick up on, Emily. You're always good for those. <laughs> I like the music that they played in this episode. Whenever they had some like goofy scene, they would play this really weird kazoo music. <laughs> and then when they had that scene where Tim's like turning into a dog, they played this really sad piano music, and Fee is just like doing the best with her voice acting. It sounding so sad. <laughs> It's really great. See, to me, I thought that was kind of cheesy. So that was actually one of the few parts where I laughed. <laughs> it, it is because she's it's, it's like a little over the top for like uh, what's happening in the episode itself. But yeah, I still like it. I mean, being turned into a dog with the threat of having your human mind erased is a pretty scary scenario, but it plays out in such a ridiculous way. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and speaking of naked people, uh, so at the end there, Fiona's chasing after a dog. That's presumably one of the people that were turned into dogs by Dr. Daly. And, but they're out in public. So what happened when she caught that dog and gave it the antidote? Like, they're out in public. You mean the one in the doghouse? <laughs> I don't know. I, I just Well, there's a scene where like she's like chasing after... Uh... Oh, she's chasing the human Oh, oh, is that what it is? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I was must have been looking at my cell phone during that scene. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> but there was a shot of her giving someone an antidote in the doghouse, which is so inconsiderate. Like, take him somewhere private. I don't know. Uh, well, anyway. at least she gives him his clothes. Um, oh, and that's another question. Okay, so did Dr. Daly just have, like, a back room full of people's clothes? She had, like, a box with people's things. But obviously she's been doing this a lot lately. And like, so there's evidence there that she's been disappearing people. I'm just saying when, if the Hope Springs police department stuck their head in that room, their first <laughs> response would probably be like, you know, oh God, where are the bodies buried? That's a good yeah. point. You know what? I kind of would have appreciated if he had stumbled upon a room like that in the opening, because instead she sees someone's glasses. Oh, she sees Tim's glasses and she's like, Ooh, something strange, strange is going on here. But it would have made strange in the neighborhood. Yeah. But it would have made more sense <laughs> if she'd found a room or opened a door and seen all these people's things lying around. Well, there's a lot of things about this episode that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. There's a plug for Sassy number six in this one. That was, was that, another one. That yeah. Made me laugh. It, it, is that a real perfume? Uh, no, but it's been mentioned no. several times. I in thought this so. Show. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's like a running <laughs> gag. Um, well, this episode, by the way, was uh, directed by John Poser, who previously made Banshee, which is kind of surprising, but would also go on to direct six episodes from season three, which this episode is a little more closer tonally to, I think. Agreed. Uh, yeah, and it was written by the same team that did Destiny, Kevin Murphy, and the other guy, Josh something, Josh Stolberg. Josh Stolberg. Yeah, so there's your, there you go. Anything else we want to talk about with this one? Yeah, so John Cooksey was asked about this episode, and it's in the FAQ. I don't know who asked these questions, but the person asked, they said, I have a question on the episode Shelter. 
the one where Fee gets turned into a dog. What was up with that episode? <laughs> LOL. I mean, it was a shocker when it aired because the past couple of episodes before it were all serious. Then came Shelter. Was that planned to air there or what? And who came up with the whole idea thing to make Fee all ditzy? <laughs> and then John Cooksey said, uh, we planned all the episodes for the season in advance. We knew Shelter would air there. And we always planned for some episodes to be more serious, like Strange Geometry, and some more comedic, like Troll and Shelter. We had a scream editing Shelter. I love that episode. Hmm. Well, I can kind of see why they would want to do that, have a light-hearted episode following in between several, I mean, you know, this is coming off of Transplant and Encore, which were pretty serious, and we're going into Twin, which is going to be serious, so they mm -hmm. wanted a little levity in there. Yeah. But um, uh, they probably could have done a little better on this one. I'm sorry, that's terrible. I know so weird writers listen to this show, but... <laughs> <laughs> they had fun with it, and I think that's all what they wanted to do, which, okay. <laughs> Yeah, and it carried on. I mean, I find it hard to like look at this episode with a fresh eyes because this is one that I vividly remember watching it as a kid and loving it. Me too. So I don't think I can look at it too critically because I just know I love this episode. It's just a fun one for me. So when aimed for young kids, I think it works really well. Agreed. So you're saying we're a bunch of cynical grown-ups just shitting over this nice thing for children. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't think I liked it as a kid, but uh, again, mm -hmm. just a personal preference. Um, this was one that I, when I rewatched the show, I hadn't remembered it before then, but when I was watching it again for the first time in years, I said, yeah, I, I vaguely recall something about Fiona being turned into a dog. And then um, another question that kind of relates to Shelter. Um, the person asked... It's about season three. What were your plans for the first episode of the original season three? What would have happened? And John Cooksey says, don't know. It all got cut short, so we never planned it. The compromise plan, knowing that Disney Channel wanted the kids to be in hope strings more in the third season and have more of a regular kid life, was that Fee would withdraw from her search for the paranormal after her close save trying to have a bit more of a normal life but she couldn't escape it as the paranormal started to come after her shelter was an indication that hope springs would turn out to be a center of paranormal stuff Ugh. okay Sorry. wait wait explain that that ug emily <laughs> just if this is what the show would have been like i don't think i would have wanted to watch it to uh, be are honest. you saying the mythical original season three would have been bad <laughs> <laughs> well, if it would have been, you know, lighthearted like this one, yeah, probably. I don't know. I kind of like the idea of Hope Springs being this little center for weirdness, kind of like a the go the show would go from being X Files for kids to being Twin Peaks for kids, which I guess is what <laughs> Erie, Indiana already was. But um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I guess we don't have too much to say about this one, do we? <laughs> Uh, the only other thing I was going to say is that I noticed this time that uh, Molly is actually wearing a Phillips Kane band t-shirt in uh, the kitchen whenever the dogs come in. Yeah, it's another world t-shirt. I know. So Neither, I was thinking, that guys, sounds cool and I want one. Yeah. I know. Someone should, should totally model a shirt off the shirt in that episode. I'll, I'll watch it again and see. <laughs> yeah. What I Coming do. soon to the So Weird Podcast Redbubble shop. <laughs> Um, any other thoughts on this one? Silence. Nope. 
Okay. Well, in that case, are we ready for ratings? Yes. Okay. Uh, I gave this one a six when I was uh, doing my rewatch of the show, and I, I guess I'd probably still put it somewhere around there, maybe like a 5.5 or something, but yeah, generally kind of in the middle there. Not bad, not great. It's all right, though. Uh, I would give it a five. Yep. Uh, <laughs> not going to elaborate? Um, I don't like it a lot, but I don't hate it, so it's going to be right in the middle. Wow, I'd give it a seven. This one's really fun for me to watch. It reminds me of Homeward Bound. Uh, I wouldn't give it like an 8 or a 9 or a 10 because it has nothing to do with the story arc. So it's kind of lacking in that area. But overall, this has always been a fun one that I've enjoyed. Wow. Well, I give this one two thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I just, this has nothing for me. Uh, so I feel like it's not as bad as it is in my mind for like the general public, but for me, I just don't like this one at all because it reminds me of Homeward Bound and all those <laughs> other films that I did not enjoy as a kid. Just talking about Emily's previously <laughs> undisclosed prejudice towards talking dog movies. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's always been that way. Yeah, whenever we talked bad about uh, Fathom, everybody always said, Fathom, Shelter is like the worst one. So... I wonder yeah. if we'll have people that actually like this one. Like me. Well, I, <laughs> I yes. guess we'll find out. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's not bad. I just, you know, I, it's pretty silly, but uh, I don't hate the episode. I, I think I, I like it maybe a little more than Emily or Kathy does, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I think in terms of the, the episodes that I view as funny, uh, this one's pro like designed to be funny. This one's probably better than Boo. Yeah, but uh, not as good as simplicity or troll in my mind. I mean, I would agree with that. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, in that case, should we move on to the feedback corner? Yes. Moving on to the weird mail section. No. All weird right. mail. <laughs> Been trying to spin some sort of pithy name <laughs> for the feedback corner for a while now. <laughs> All right, weird mail is off. I'm gonna scratch that off. No, the list here. I like weird mail. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes it is weird. Yeah. I still like, I still like fees feedback. Fees feedback. Fees feedback. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, this is from Brian, the fanboy on YouTube, for our first episode. Uh, he said, "I remember the so weird website. I used to go to it every Friday on my old computer." What I did was on the Zoo Disney website, uh, it was so weird on Fridays, the famous Jet Jackson on Saturdays, and the Jersey on Sundays. I would also go to the Nickelodeon website after going to the Disney website as well. That's good that you have those memories, because I don't really remember the, the website at all, and it makes me sad. Oh, me neither. I definitely. So yeah, no, I, I definitely remember the website, and it was... Um, because well, I just remember the Zoo Disney website a lot because they had mm -hmm. like flash games and stuff, and I played a lot of those. I can't remember any of them very well, but I know I played them, and um, and I definitely do remember they had a so weird section that was basically a recreation of Fiona's website as you see it in the show to a degree. So that was neat. Really bitter because once I started using the Zoo Disney website, they had changed it. This was during season three, so it wasn't Fiona's website anymore. It was just the tour bus interface and i always felt so ripped off that i couldn't go to fuse website 
<laughs> well, I remember when they redesigned the site for season three, they you would have um, Panther Pauls would walk across the screen and you'd have mm -hmm. them visit. Or, or sometimes Brick Rue would show up depending on what promotional thing they were doing that week. Um, which was not as good, of course. You know, no. <laughs> Sounds Coming awesome. Coming soon. Yeah, I, I've always wondered, because in that little commercial where Fee, oh, not Fee, Kara talks about the episode, uh, she said, like, oh, you can talk about so weird stuff, too. So I'm like, did they have a forum where people can talk about paranormal things? Because that would be awesome. I would have loved that if I was a kid. Well, I have no memory of that if they did or not, unfortunately. But I do remember the website. Okay, so moving on. This is from Wisdom on our last episode, Transplant. Uh, they said, you should talk about what you do for a reboot for a whole episode. Oh, I'd say, assume you have complete control over it. And also, this is off topic, but I think Rebecca and Another World are the songs I relate to the most since I go through the same thing Molly does whenever I lose a friend and Another World is because I want to believe in Another World. And I do believe we all have a part to play. I believe part as in play. Thank you for playing a part on your role with this podcast. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Wisdom. Like Shad at the Dog, you are wise. And um, <laughs> and actually, I really like that idea, talking about like how we would reboot so weird. I think it would probably be like a four-hour-long episode. But um, maybe for our grand finale, after we wrap up season three, we could talk about that. Yeah, that reminds yeah. me, when I was in college, I was taking a writing course, and one of the requirements was that we had to fill up an entire composition notebook. And half of mine was filled up with ideas for the original season three and how they would be brought to life. Oh, my goodness. You have to find that. Yeah, I do. Yeah, if you could dig that up, that would be great. Man, that sounds sweet. I never had anything like that in a, when I was in school. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Now, I like that idea, too. And I mean, I've already got like a full musical version of the show in my head. So what? <laughs> like wait, a, a musical like, version? Wait not, a minute. Like a, uh, <laughs> a stage version. So it's not really a musical because oh. it's like the music from the show. Okay. But, yeah. I didn't know if you meant that or if you meant like a musical episode of So Weird, like they did with Buffy no. and Xena or something like that. Um, no, 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 no. I worded it wrong. I mean, a stage <laughs> version that includes the music from the show. That'd be kind of cool, actually. I mean, it would make yeah. sense. It would, it'd be easy to incorporate the music into a story. Um, yeah. I think it'd be awesome. But anyway, we could talk about that. Uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, for sure. I think that's a great idea. We should definitely do that. Yeah, thank you. And this is from Andrea on the Facebook page uh, for our latest episode, Transplant. She said, I died laughing at your Papa John's theory. <laughs> and Kat, speaking of random things, I love your Molly slash John Kane ship in your random ships video. Oh, yay. <laughs> And she said, I have a feeling your shelter podcast will be fairly short. That is one weird episode. <laughs> and for me, it ranks pretty low, along with Boo and Vampire. I think Dr. Daly should have simply thought to turn herself into a dog much earlier. It would have saved Fee the trouble of encountering her. And thus, it would have saved we, the viewers, the trouble of watching the episode. <laughs> Honestly, I don't even see how the Phillips could take on the responsibility of having a pet, considering they are on the road so much, and I don't think there was any indication of pets when they were back in their house at the start of season two. Yeah. Uh, well, once again, you know, Andre basically predicted everything we'd be talking about tonight, <laughs> and um, 
<laughs> and being vicious towards this episode. Damn, girl, you mean. I know. I think she's wearing, she's wearing sassy number six. She's bringing out her <laughs> And also, thanks so much for the feedback on the video. I love the random ship sets. Uh, yeah, and thank you so much for constantly supporting the show. I know I say that every time you write in, but, you know, we really do mean it. So thank you so much. That is all our feedback. Okie dokie, then. So anything else we want to throw in, since this episode is running a little shorter than usual? So... I guess we can start off saying that uh, we, in order to keep all our episodes on iTunes and available for download on the main podcast website, Podomatic, uh, we have to pay money. So we do pay money we, uh, monthly, which is fine. We've just been rotating. Um, but then I, I got messages like on different pages about like people willing to help us pay so we can keep our episodes um, on iTunes. So that made me think of getting a Patreon, and I did, and I promoted it before, like, months, months ago, and um, I hadn't really looked at it because I didn't know how the website worked, but I got it working now. Um, So I want to say thank you to the three patrons that we have. Their names on here are BR, Lauren, and Jeff Fraze. I think that's how you say it. So thank you so much for donating to us. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Uh, the fact that people are actually like the show enough to put money down on it is incredible to me. Yeah, same. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Um, also, we have one comment from them. I forgot about this one from um, Jeff Fraze. Sorry if I uh, mispronounced that. Um, they said, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for doing these fantastic podcast episodes. So Weird is positively nostalgic for me as well. It's always nice to hear your thoughts and theories on my way home from work. Thank you all again for your hard work. Cool. That is Thank you. So, yeah. Thank you so much, Jeff. Okay, well, is, uh, is that the last announcement we have to make? Um, I guess if people are wondering what our the website is for our oh, Patreon, yeah. it's That's just... That's a good uh, idea. <laughs> Um, www.patreon.com uh, slash so weird. All right. Well, in that case, if there's nothing else we want to discuss, pause, 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 awkward pause. Okay. In that case, <laughs> next just, week is twin or next time is twin everyone. Yeah. So we are be ready for it. Yes. The end of season two is upon us. Uh, the end of an era. Yeah. The, the last good episode of so weird. <laughs> and, um, um, hey, don't get started yet. <laughs> <laughs> got it in for this episode. Okay. All right. Uh, this has been the So Weird Podcast. I'm Zach. I'm Kathy. I'm Emily. And I'm Kat. All right, and we will talk to you again soon. Keep the faith. Bark. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs>